You're listening to audio provided by Valleydale Church. To find more resources or to donate to this ministry, please check out valleydale.org. What did you dress up as for I did not, but I was I, I it is just stunning to me how many adults dress up now and go out with their kids. <laughs> they, they do. They do. It really is. I, I I saw everything in the world last night. It, adults. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the theme, the family theme costume is. Yeah, that's you know what? Them. That's right. I, and I ne- I didn't put that together until you just said that because you know all, I saw families all dressed up like Aladdin and families all dressed up like I don't know, you know. Well, if you dressed but, up, you and you and. Miss Debbie could do, I'm sure, like a great Andy Griffith theme, right? You could do something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, I could be Andy. She could be Helen. Yeah. That'd be sweet. <laughs> or you could really, or you could really flip the script as a pastor and be Otis and walk around, <laughs> walk around that way. That yeah. would really be stuff. You could yeah. even have the keys in your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Otis, would've... we're not gonna be here Saturday night. Have you got your key? Yeah, I've got my key. <laughs> you remember that episode? Oh, yeah. episode he's got oh, the key. Yeah. That is just, his whole character just would crack me up just to walk in, lock himself in, and hang up the key where he yeah, could still reach yeah. it. Oh, that is just brilliant stuff. But um, That well, whole show, Davis. you're right, that was brilliant stuff. You just don't find that much anymore. Not as much as you'd like to. No. Not as much as you'd like Well, and a lot of it, like, maybe, maybe it's funny, but you have to, you know, it's so, so much of the other stuff, it's all vulgar and... Yeah. Yeah. And whatnot. So, but that's just kind of the world we live in, right? Yeah. We do live in a, it is sad in a lot of ways. Uh, you kind of addressed some of that yesterday. Yeah. Though. What we like, laugh at today, what we find our humor in today, what you laugh at today, you embrace tomorrow. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, boy. Well, let's not so. get, let's, well, we, we need to come back to some of that because you hit a little bit of that in the message. But we got, we, we need to, I want to ice break just a little bit more. I've got an icebreaker for you today. Okay. We okay. put it on the we put it on the board. It's tough to see the board like we said cuz this is a 20,000 foot studio. That board's like a quarter mile away. But it says the top 4 Thanksgiving foods. Happy oh. Thanksgiving, pastor. Oh, it's that's November. Right. That's right. It's the today. holiday season. Reformation to, days to, behind us. Yeah. Today is uh what is it? It's uh, All Saints Day. All Saints Day. That's yeah. right. All Saints Day. So, we had so all that's why Hallows we're here Eve. today. We have All Saints. Yeah, both we're, of us we're are saints. saints. We're we saints. Are the, well, the Saints won yesterday. Saint it's, it works. That's right. St. <laughs> Kirkwood, St. Donald. Is yeah. there a St. Donald? I don't know. I guess I'd have to be St. Robert because that's my real. Both of us are yeah. middle namers. Yeah. yeah. Yet another thing that we have in common besides our stunning good looks. So what, what do you think are your top four Thanksgiving foods? Oh, well, that's pretty easy. Uh, my wife cooks so much like my mother. Macaroni and cheese. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's homemade. That's yeah, not, that's the that's real not deal. out of a box. Yes. That would never happen. Uh, dressing, her dressing is incredible with the giblet gravy. Yeah, you have to have the gravy. Yeah. I totally agree. So and, um, I've got a daughter-in-law... Uh, Rachel. Well, I have two daughters-in-law. Their names are both Rachel. That's but, right. Uh, the Rachel that's married to Trey, she introduced a dessert, uh, not a dessert, but a. it's kind of a pineapple cheese with 
something. Is it a cheese so, ball kind of no, thing? No, no. It's a, a casserole. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. it is so good. Every yeah. time she comes, I say, hey, well, please make that. Uh, <laughs> Just for bring me. that over. And Debbie makes a uh, strawberry salad. It's a congealed salad. It oh, has, yeah. Uh, the pretzels on the bottom and nuts and, you know, cream cheese and coffee. That dog, used to be a st- when I was growing up. That that strawberry salad was like a staple of the church yeah, potluck, yeah, the church yeah, yeah. picnic. It is so good. So you know, and of course we we have butter beans and cream. You got corn the whole thing. And, yeah, it's funny whenever we make these lists. And actually, I'm looking back there. What Pier- are yours? Pierce has put turkey on his. Most people don't put turkey turkey on theirs. It's interesting. Turkey yeah. gets relegated to the bottom. Oh, and sweet potato casserole. Yeah, that's a oh, really good one. Oh, my stars the way Debbie makes that thing. I like so many things. I think I'd have to probably at the top, I think mashed potatoes and gravy. I just yeah. I just love it. You, I mean, you got to have the gravy, like you yeah, said. I just yeah. put the, you know, you put everything on the plate. And like, I know that some people are like, no, don't let my food touch the other food. No, I'm like, no, put it all together. I just want to you mix know, it up. I'm the same way. <laughs> just put it all together. Listen, my together. dad, my daddy used to say it's all going to the same place. <laughs> that's exactly that's, that's my philosophy. That's but. my so. If you guys are out there, what well, I think, I think our 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 friend Dawn, she doesn't like her food to touch one another. This is shout out to Dawn. I respect you. I love you. But I'm just putting it all in one big pile. Have, have you ever now Trey does this? They'll eat just one thing. And finish it, and then they'll move to the next thing. Like they'll eat all their mashed potatoes and gravy. Then they'll go to their string beans. Then they'll go to the turkey. Or Pastor, I'm going to be honest with you. I never look at the food long enough to know what <laughs> happens with it. I just look down. I'm like, oh, it's gone. I better yeah. go back for more. You know, I I sit there and I watch Trey, and it's just funny how he'll <laughs> eat all of one thing, and I'm saying, man, mix the flavors. Yes. You know, it's so flavorful. Mix the flavor. It is so. Man, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. Let's skip that all-staff meeting. Let's go to Pelham Diner and mm. see if they mm. got their Thanksgiving thing It would be good. out ready to go. I Stuffing, though. Well, and in Maryland, they always do the um, the oyster stuffing. They yes. put the oysters right, which I always grew up liking that. Are you a yeah. seafood guy? Well, my mom used to make an oyster casserole. Yeah. That yeah, was pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd have the oysters, and you know, and, and the, my mom has five sisters. So every year at Thanksgiving, they would cycle who makes the oyster stuffing, and they'd always have a pie competition. So yeah, I'd probably put pumpkin pie on there. Mm-hmm. I love that. Sometimes, especially in my teen rebellious years, I would go to the pie table First. during the meal, and I just put that right there. And then they'd be like, what are you doing eating dessert? And I'm like, well, what about that huge helping of sweet potato casserole you got next to your turkey? That's yeah. just basically dessert. Yeah. It's all semantics. Yeah, yeah. It's all going to the same place. Yeah, do, you, do they fix that potato today. casserole with that, with that layer of Marshmallow. Uh, brown sugar oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. nuts, and it's crusty, and mm. it's, oh. Man, how many days till Thanksgiving? I don't know. Is it 21 but... days or so till Thanksgiving? I am so glad I married a woman that could cook. Good amen. Night, amen. Um, I uh, I can say and a she hearty looks amen good to doing them. it too. That's <laughs> well. It's like you said. Was those weeks ago? If the barn needs painting, paint the barn. Did you say that? You know, I know a pre- and This is no joke. I know a preacher that almost got fired saying that. <laughs> Not long ago. Was you it know, you? we're so touchy about everything today. Oh everything my gosh! Today. Just uh. everything is something to get upset about. You know, know, we had, how many times did we think, 
man, wouldn't you like to have two weeks just away from everybody and everything? We got, well, yeah. we had that, and it turned into a little more. Oh, and we found my goodness. out yeah. that instead of it making us better and more pleasant, it has turned us into a nation of just well angry people. You can't see. I had a lady. I, I had to fly this past week. And a lady got on the plane, older lady, and she was standing by me, and she kind of looked down. She had the, you know, everybody had the mask on. She said, you can't see people smile anymore. My, yes. I, that yeah. is, you have to look at their eyes. Yeah. You have to you see how they smile You can't eyes. see anybody smile anymore. And I thought, you know, that's so true. Uh, we're going to hide the last vestige of pleasantness we've got. Well, I'm holding out hope for the future, Pastor. It has been it has been tough. I mean, don't call me a post millennialist or anything. That was just for you. I don't think yeah. anybody else is going to get that. But I I think that maybe I I I have hope that the, this this some I of this madness so. is going to come to. I'm end. glad your generation has hope. <laughs> don't I, be I, I am. Like, don't be like that. Come no, on, the I'm boomers glad. are a hopeful I'm really generation. Glad. I'm really glad that you do. We need that. I'm going to keep on hoping. Hey, you know, I think that tw- you know now. It seems like we're already talking about 2021 in the past tense. It's almost over with. You know, we got 60 days or so left. But 2021, I feel like, you know, we there's there has been a a, a high percentage of return to normalcy. We're not all yeah, the way to back. An extent. Yeah, to an we're extent. We're not all the way. And I know that some of our friends that are watching in different states, not in Alabama, I know that it's more difficult for y'all keep keep the faith, keep yeah. the faith out there. Um, but I do, I, I do believe, I want to believe that we're going to return to something. Nothing lasts forever, right? The, the, well, the, the Great Depression hope. didn't last forever. No, it didn't. The Spanish flu didn't last for forever. You kind of hope that this doesn't. You really do. Well, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. You exhorted us yesterday, though, because you were talking about how, like, and, and you led into this with Luther and by grace alone, through faith alone, and how Christ has, you know, he, in, in the anointing of Christ, we're all a, a brotherhood and sisterhood of priests. Yeah, priesthood of all, that's and part in the of ministry salvation. of reconciliation. Yeah. So yeah. be reconciled to one another. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I am. I'm not. It's, it's just been tough. You know, it's been it's really been, tough. It, it, and I, to see people struggle. You know, I feel like I've done really well. I feel like I have. Oh, just your per- personally, it's been an okay time for you. Yeah, it's you been mean? all right. I yeah. mean, we've been able. I've had things that I had to get done, and I've been able to do ministry, and I've been able, yeah. not as to the degree that I'd like to, but I watch other people struggle, and it really just, and my heart hurts for them. Me too. Me too. My heart just really hurts for them. Well, and we uh, have we have a similar testimony. You know, like it was a good time for us. You know, we kind of had our insular time as family, and then. And, you know, we got to get uh, commune with more people over time. You know, eventually we got COVID. Praise the Lord, we got over it. But all in all, like, this has been yeah. a sweet time. But you hurt for people that are hurting. Yeah, yeah. But, and but, I see them. I hear from them, you know. But, uh, it's just you know, a tough I just thing. Hurt, I hurt for them. It, it, it is. Just like that lady that made the comment, you know, we just don't get to see people smile anymore. Yeah. You know, and... An older lady. I say older lady. Hang, I'm old. So she's probably my age. But well, most we, people my age don't look as good as I do. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd, I. Haggard. Well, 
<laughs> I didn't see that one coming. Well, so you, yesterday, so you addressed a little bit yeah. of that controversy, or rather people uh, yeah. people not being able to agree to disagree over controversy. But another thing, like you, you talked, you didn't shy away from the fact that Luther was calling out several heresies or inaccuracies in the in the Catholic Church. This, of course, we're talking oh. about Reformation Day. Yeah. And um, so that made for, you know, my, my father-in-law is Catholic. He was there yesterday. So that made for some interesting conversation around the I lunch I did not table. realize that. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know he was there. But he didn't shy away from the fact, because um, he didn't shy away from the fact that, you know, the indulgence thing still takes place. Yes. You know, it's perhaps not as on the nose as it was when Tetzel right. was roaming around. But it's, it's, it's still a thing, because purgatory is still a very real doctrine in the Catholic yeah. Church. They let limbo go. Oh, did they? Yeah. They've okay. done away with limbo. They canceled limbo here I see. a couple of years ago. The, sp- the, the Pope spoke ex cathedra yeah. and rendered limbo. It's done yeah, with. It's done with. Okay. Well, that, that national nightmare so, is over. Uh, Praise the Lord. Well, so they, all right. Well, so purgatory is still a very real doctrine. There's other things that are there. It's it, another thing that's interesting to me, and I'll show my cards a little bit because I've been reading this book on, on the worship of the church, um, that Luther when he, he didn't, well, and you said this, he didn't seek out to start a new church. He wasn't looking for a revolution. No, he was not, he was not looking for a reformation at all. He was really looking for dialogue. He was looking for, can't we all come together and sit down around the table and just talk? You know, because there's some things we really ought to talk about. He was right. There were really some, just some outlandish um, things in the church that somebody should look at, but see, this is the thing, and this is where even the Anabaptists pulled away from the Reformers, is because the Reformers could not quite let go of some of the church tradition and some of the church early fathers. Um, Well, and you mentioned that in communion. Yeah, they couldn't quite let go. Luther couldn't quite let go. Now, that's not to fault Luther. I think Luther is an amazing man in and of himself. In fact, you look at this. Look at this. If you want to know, look at Luther. Look at what happened right here. Here is is Henry VIII, who is king of England. Right. Here is Francis I, king of France. Charles V, who is king of the Holy Roman Empire. And he's Charles I, who is also king of Spain. Right. This, This guy was... He, he was king of everything, almost. <laughs> and then you had this guy called Suleiman the Magnificent, who was head of the Ottoman Empire. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. you had these four kings. Now, how many, out of all of that, we talk about Henry VIII, mainly because he just whacked the heads off of so many of his wives. Uh, but we rarely talk about these guys. So who made the greatest impact on the next 500 years, these Luther. four guys, Luther. Yeah, yeah, overshadowed so, it all. So, you know, Luther doesn't quite go all the way as Wingley got to, yeah. and certainly as the Anabaptists got to. He didn't go all the way, but I don't fault him for that. Well, he made such huge mag- mammoth strides when he broke with the church. That was a big deal. Uh, that I can't look back, and I fear that, those who really don't ever look or study or think about history, you have to understand a man in his times. Yes. They, they, don't, they were not thinking the way we think today. That's right. Uh, they were not at the same point that where we are today. 
you know. I'm reading a couple of books right now on some American historical figures, and, and the whole swirl of slavery is going on around them. Yeah. And I think we forget to grasp these people were born into a time uh, where they knew nothing else. The cultural milieu. Yes. Milieu? How do you pronounce that? Yeah, milieu. But, yeah. You know, and we expect them to have acted as if they were living in 2021, and this is what they should have done, when there was this whole confliction going on. And they were conflicted. Very conflicted. Washington was very conflicted Indeed. about the whole yeah. uh, issue of slavery. Most of the framers of the Constitution really believe that slavery would die out fairly quickly in this country. That's they true. Were, they were wrong. They were wrong. And I can look back and impose this on them and say, I, I wish, you know, they should have done this and done that, done the other and all of that. But you, you miss a lot. And then you have others from the other side that, you know, you look and say, well, you had runaway slaves. That was against the law. Well, I would have run away too. I would have done anything I could to have gotten away from that. So you have to kind of go back and understand the time. That's what I try to do with Scripture. Of course. If you, when you come to a text of Scripture, what, you know, here's Paul in Romans chapter 1 talking about uh, justification. What, what is he thinking with that? Well, I think behind all of this, he understands. He, this is what I did not get to say yesterday. Oh, good. Jerome translated scripture into Latin. Yeah, the early, Hebrew and early the church father Jerome. He, he translated. In fact, if you go to the church of the nativity in Bethlehem and you go into the church of the nativity, you have to go down under the church to get to the cave where they say Christ was born. Oh, interesting. They built the church up over it. Uh, if you come, when you come out of there, a lot of people don't know this. If you go around to the other side of the church, you go down into another cave and you go down into that cave. That's where Jerome copied the scriptures. Oh, That's where he copied, he copied the Hebrew and the Greek into Latin. Wow. Well, that Latin became the scripture of the church. That's why they of did all of the mass in Latin. That's, That's why right. they preached in Latin. They did everything in Latin because Scripture came to them in Latin. Well, in Latin, the word that Jerome used for justification is a word that describes a process. So the Catholic Church always understood salvation to be a process rather than the Greek word, uh, diakonia. I had trouble yesterday pronouncing this, and I'm trying to I'm trying to get it in my head. But it implies completion. It implies a finished it, it, act. It, it, it implies in the Greek. Diakasune, I think is I the think, word. I think that's close Diakasune. to it. Joanna's researching it yeah, for us right now. She's looking at the, the word in the Greek. Um, it, 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 it implies a declaration of a judge. You are declared just. Not that you go through a process, right. but that you are declared just. That's what Paul is saying here. That's what Habakkuk is saying back in Habakkuk 2.4, where that originates. The righteous shall live by faith. Yeah, that yeah. the righteous, the, the just man, the righteous man shall live by faith. Well, and that's what Luther finally saw. That's what it finally, it all kind of came together for him. It starts at the top of those stairs at St. John of the Lateran. 
you know, the just shall live by faith. Uh, you've had, have you ever had a verse just do that, just kind of hit you out of nowhere? And you, oh, yeah. And you have to stop and think, what really? Now, why did that come to me? Because I think the Holy Spirit probably puts that there. And it's a verse that maybe you've not thought of, and all of a sudden you begin to think about that. And over thinking and reflecting and kind of praying through it, it begins to just kind of open up and yield itself to you. Well, that's what happened to Luther. Yeah, and then an, an entire ministry grew out from there. Well, the Reformation grew out. Well, and, and that was, and I think it's worth mentioning again that that was like an unintended consequence. Like yeah. Luther wasn't necessarily looking to divide people. He was trying to unite people around the original meaning of Scripture. That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly what the Reformers were trying to do. Well, and I, th I think that, again, to put it in context, a couple things that people don't understand, and I need, to, I need you to talk about John Hus in a moment, but one of the first things, we sang Mighty Fortress is Our God yesterday. How does that song end? Let goods and kindred go. This mortal life also, the body they may kill. God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. That's the li that is the reality that Luther lived yeah. because the Catholic Church for decades was seeking how they might destroy him, yeah. literally kill yeah. him. But then the other thing contextually that I thought was really interesting is that Luke, Luther, um, even though he was so unique and even though he was sort of the, the inflection point for so many things turning, he didn't come out of a complete vacuum because mm -hmm. of a hundred years ago yeah. was John Hus. Yeah, and, and then you really have to go beyond Hus and before Hus in the 1300s the was a guy called, yes, yeah. boy, we give you an A on this, was Wycliffe. And Wycliffe was taking right. everything back to the scriptures. Well, Hus got a hold of some of Wycliffe's writings. And it impressed Hus. It had an impact on Hus. And Hus began to see. He was in Prague. I I've had the privilege to go and stand in the pulpit there in Bethlehem wow, cool. Church in Prague where he preached. It, it, was, a, it was almost a church in the round. Neat. Really kind of funny. Almost a church in the round. And um, Hus held to that, and of course they burned him at Constance. Now, Hus in Czech is goose. And his last words were, You cooked this goose. <laughs> and in a, in a, in a. I can't believe that. Yeah, he said, he said, You cooked this goose, and in a hundred years, God will raise up a swan you cannot kill. Now, that's amazing. And within a hundred years, God did that. You have Luther. Wow, I didn't know that part. That's yeah. really neat. Well, and so and that's why Eck calls him a Hussite. He says, "You sound like Huss," and you know Luther stands there and he thinks about it and he says, "Ich bin ein Hussite. I so am a Hussite." Had, had he thought about that before? You think? I don't think he had. I, don't, I really don't think that he had thought about that. Well, because the the name Huss was anathema at that point. Yeah, he would have certainly known about him and sure. heard about him, and you know, but. And then, you know, you also got, you got so many multiple things that are going on. Like I said, you go back before Huss and you've got Wycliffe. Well, you've got the Waldensians as well. I can't remember that part. I guess I'm um, getting a B instead of an A. Um, you, you've got the Waldensians that are baptizing and that oh, are yeah. clinging to Scripture. Uh, they're holding to Scripture. They're not holding to... Uh, the church. They're not holding to the authority of a pope, no. So... You know, there you go. Well, I feel like it's, it's, and again, for everybody that's still watching with us, it's, it's so interesting for us now, 
because we we like the 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 principle of anachronism is this false belief that everything throughout history is the same as it is right now. Yeah. So it's easy for us to in in our worship environment where you preach a certain way and you preach right out of scripture and you deny any authority of your own. The authority is God's alone. Yeah, the authority yeah. is scripture alone. Um, when we sing, we sing songs in the vernacular. We sing songs that you know that are are chosen church to church. They're not chosen by like the yeah. the you know a higher diocese or this or that. And we assume. Oh, and also we have ecumenical partnerships, like uh-huh. with Presbyterians that might baptize in a different way, yeah. or we have partnerships with other people that might um, do Lord's Supper in a little bit different. And those things were punishable by death oh, in, yeah. in the centuries. Well, they beforehand. killed the Anabaptists for baptizing. Right, right. And I now, mean, they slaughtered. They killed them out. So it's it's just uh, it. I feel like it's worth understanding these things. I mean, for me. It, it helps me be that much more uh, more grateful for the partnerships and the grace and the peace that we have with, with one another. Of course, yeah. the freedom of religion that we have, which we, we, we pause to give thanks for uh, very often. Mm-hmm. But um, Thank an Anabaptist for that. Real talk. Yeah. Real talk. Freedom of religion, freedom of uh, liberty of uh, liberty and freedom of religion. That is very uh, Anabaptist. So that was uh, so. You took us to that text yesterday that that had inspired Luther. You talked a lot about Luther. My my mother in law was. We were we were talking at at lunch. She was in town because my daughter's birthday, and we we're talking there at, at lunch afterwards. And she said, "Do you ever just to get get to sit with Pastor Mac and and like just figure out what's going on inside of his brain?" And I said, "Well, first of all, I'm not even sure he understands everything that's happening <laughs> that's right. there. I don't know what's going on inside of my mind." <laughs> But second of all, I told her you just need to tune in on Monday mornings because yeah, we just shoot does from the she hip. Not watch? She probably watches sometimes. We don't shoot from the hip. We shoot from the lip. I don't. <laughs> it's probably interrupting her Rick and Bubba time, you know. <laughs> so she probably she probably needs that, and she can watch us later. But speaking of that, next week we got a special guest with yeah, us here on the yeah. recap. Um, well, it's special to some people. It, Bubba? No. Oh, it's the Rick. other one. Yeah, oh, the Rick. other one. That's I've been uh, I've been so I've been inviting Rick on this podcast for weeks for months, and he has declined every single week. Apparently, he has some other engagement. But next week, we're going to be recording this on Sunday. On Sunday, in the in the middle of the big yes. celebration. That so Rick's a Seventh Day Sabbatarian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not even funny. But Rick will be with us there on Sunday. And uh, he'll be, he'll, he'll, I don't know what we'll be talking about. Shooting from the uh, lib, I guess. Uh, we have no idea. Might even, I've heard that there's going to be cookies at this church picnic. I guess we should talk about next week. we got a big church picnic big, after the big celebration. Day. One service, everybody in one service. That's then we're fun. going out to eat uh, out on the grounds. I hope and pray it's going to be a beautiful day Me like too. today. I think it's going to be cool. Well, that's good. I prefer. I we we cooked a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think that was the first year you were here. Yeah, and I was yeah. like in the sun, and I was like, man, it how was it hot? How was it yeah. eighty degrees? But yeah, it's going to be a good day, and of course, that'll be that's the that's the finale to our one heart series. You know, so everybody make sure that you're filling out your stewardship card, and so you'll turn in just the top portion, your commitment to pray, and then we'll pray together, and we'll eat together. It'll be a good day. We've got the orchestra back, put the orchestra good, up on good, there, good. and. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, this will be the biggest meal we eat probably before Thanksgiving. Is this coming that week? That should sustain us. Until hopefully. Then. Hopefully. Should yeah, we're going to need to fast for several days to prep for Thanksgiving anyway. Yeah. Anything else, Pastor Mac? I don't know it. 
Y'all right. have a good week. Love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Good. Let's go sing in the vernacular. In the vernacular, everybody.